Hello everyone, I'm Troy Dodds and welcome to the Weekender Wireless Podcast. We produce this podcast whenever there's big issues to tackle in Penrith and this is the latest episode related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Weekender Wireless sits across our suite of products for the Penrith community, including our highly respected print edition, our website at westernweekender.com.au and our social media pages across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Well, things have certainly escalated in the Penrith LGA as far as the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned and this major outbreak, which started back in June and sees much of New South Wales still in lockdown. And on Sunday, we saw some pretty significant news from the Premier with 12 suburbs in the Penrith local government area added to the areas of concern from the state government. Now, what that essentially means is that there's new rules governing those 12 suburbs. Now... You would have heard over the last few weeks these local government areas of concern that had the tighter restrictions. They were Blacktown, Campbelltown, Canterbury-Bankstown, Cumberland, Fairfield, George's River, Liverpool and Parramatta. Well now, uh, the Premier has resisted the temptation to add the entire Penrith LGA into that list and has instead gone suburb-based. Now this has created a fair bit of confusion, but we'll do our best to explain it. Now the suburbs in question are Caddens, Claremont Meadows, Colleton, Erskine Park, Kemp's Creek, Kingswood, Mount Vernon, North St Mary's, Orchard Hills, Oxley Park, St Clair and St Mary's. Now just to take one step back, if you're confused about the Penrith LGA, we always say this uh, in this podcast, and we have an explainer on our website as well. It's pretty simple, if you pay your rates to Penrith City Council, or if Penrith City Council picks up your rubbish, then you're in the Penrith local government area. So we have the Penrith LGA, Uh, the city of Penrith per se, as well as the suburb of Penrith within the Penrith LGA. Now, why these suburbs? This has been the question I think that um, that I've been asked most since the Premier made this announcement. Uh, And particularly, I think people are a little bit confused because we've seen so many venue alerts issued in the Penrith local government area, mainly around the Penrith South Penrith kind of area and people are like well hang on we're seeing Penrith and South Penrith pop up on this venue list constantly and yet neither of those suburbs have been added to the list well the answer is pretty simple and it's um, it's important to remember this that venue exposures and venue alerts don't always equal cases and it doesn't also it doesn't mean either that the person who happened to have COVID at that venue which has sparked the venue alert lives in the suburb of Penrith So just because a staff member at a South Penrith or a Penrith venue turns positive, that person may well live in St. Mary's, and that is where the case will be considered to be. Now, probably pretty important to note that the vast majority of cases are happening in the eastern part of the Penrith LGA in these suburbs that have been added to the list. So yes, you're seeing lots of venue alerts in Penrith and South Penrith, but we're not necessarily seeing a lot of cases in Penrith and South Penrith. Now, just to give you an example, on Sunday, there were 29 new cases in the Penrith local government area. One of those was in the suburb of Penrith, but 28 were in suburbs affected by the new rules. So that's the reasoning. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong because I do think it creates a lot of confusion uh, for people who live in uh, certain suburbs about this whole five-kilometer thing because, and I'll give you a great example, if you live in Kingswood, well, five kilometers away, you could get to Jamison Park, uh, depending on what area of Kingswood you live in. Now, Jamison Park's in Jamison Town, so are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to go from a non-listed suburb 
um, you know, to a, to a listed suburb and vice versa. That's where there's a lot of confusion. And that's where, obviously, doing this uh, suburb by suburb is going to create more confusion than just putting the whole LGA under the rules um, would go by. Now, what are these rules, by the way? Well, to be honest with you, they're not all that different to what we're living under now. It's not like you're going from no lockdown to a lockdown. Uh, it's just a little bit tighter. And probably the main two things are that you can only go within five kilometres of your home, including when getting food or for exercise. So if you live in Erskine Park and you've been heading off and doing the river walk, that's out now because that would be outside of that five kilometres. And uh, when going outside even for exercise, you must wear a mask now. So if you're going out um, in the streets of Kingswood, or in the streets of Cadden's to do a bit of a walk because you can't go to the gym and you want some exercise and you can't go to the office and all of that, you must now wear a mask outdoors. Now, I'll go back to my previous example. I have no idea what that means if you are, for example, a Kingswood resident, you go to Jamison Park, do you have to wear a mask? Can you go to Jamison Park? Who knows? There's going to be a lot of examples like that. And I think the state government will pretty much stick with one line here, and that is use common sense. I think that will be the main line. Um, and I hopefully that um, any uh, policing of all of this is done with some common sense as well, because there will be a bit of confusion. One of the other main uh, questions that's come into the weekend newsroom has been if you work in a suburb that's been listed in one of those suburbs, uh, but your workplace is elsewhere in the Penrith LGA, can you go to work? The answer is yes. As long as you're on the New South Wales government's uh, authorised worker list and your workplace is permitted to open under the rules. So, for example, I had uh, an email come through from a chemist. Um, uh, now, that chemist, uh, that person who works in a chemist, uh, works in the Penrith area but lives in Erskine Park and they asked, well, can I still go to work? The answer is yes, because that would be an authorised business that's currently open. So as long as um, you're an authorised worker and your workplace is permitted to open under the rules, then you certainly can do so. So just recapping those suburbs uh, one more time. It is Cadden's, Claremont Meadows, Colleton, Erskine Park, Kemp's Creek, Kingswood, Mount Vernon, North St Mary's, Orchard Hills, Oxley Park, St. Clair and St. Mary's. So uh, these are, are the tightest restrictions uh, since the pandemic started for a lot of these suburbs. No question about that. For Cadden's, Claremont Meadows, Colleton, Erskine Park, Kemp's Creek, Kingswood, Mount Vernon, North St. Mary's, Orchard Hills, Oxley Park, St. Clair and St. Mary's, these are the tightest restrictions since the pandemic began. But we just live with it, I guess, uh, for another few weeks anyway. The uh, the date, the big date, is August 28, when this lockdown is scheduled to end. Now, I look, it won't end per se, but I think that life will look a little different after August 28. If I have to make a, a bold prediction based on what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing from the Premier and, um, and the Health Minister in their press conferences... I would suggest that, uh, that the lockdown won't be extended per se. Um, I think that we'll get to the 6 million uh, vaccination target that the Premier has been uh, talking about, and I think there will be some level of restrictions that exist, and then they'll be eased as time goes on. But it would appear that the state government has now abandoned the whole concept of getting to zero. And I've got to say this, I think in the long term, and I very much use the term long term because I know right at the moment for a lot of people this lockdown is tough, there are a lot of people without work, there are a lot of people who are, who are really doing it tough, so don't get me wrong. 
But in the long term, there's some benefits to this, and that is that we will learn to live with new cases of COVID, and we're going to have to. If we were back a few months ago with zero cases, we'd be chasing this mythical zero figure. That's not going to happen. At some point, we have to accept, particularly as we open up to the world, that there is going to be cases. There's going to be hundreds of cases of COVID continuing. But of course, with the vaccine, uh, you're going to see that uh, that hopefully it'll become similar to just the common cold or flu um, in that uh, in that you get it, uh, potentially, um, and your level of illness doesn't require you to be hospitalised and your risk of death is, is very, very minimal. So hopefully that's where we get to. But um, I think in some ways there is some benefit because we are abandoning the whole zero concept, which was um, which was pretty much a fallacy to begin with, to be honest. Now, just to let you know about this situation in Penrith, we can't. I think we all know the New South Wales situation. I'm not here to tell you all about that because. Um, you see that every day at 11am uh, with the number of cases. Uh, Penrith, last four weeks, 129 locally acquired cases in the Penrith local government area. Now, the reason that is a concern is that if you look around other areas like you know the Central Coast, 17, uh, Northern Beaches, only 36. Um, you look at the Sutherland Shire, 32 in the last month. Uh, Wollongong's had 16. So those local government areas are kind of bubbling along. Penrith, 129. Concerningly, uh, 67 of those are from an unknown source. So there's a couple of um, unlinked chains of transmission happening within the Penrith local government area. Now, um, of course, we've seen a lot of venue alerts pop up, and um, I'm not going to go through all of those. Uh, We'll go through the close contact venues for you, uh, because they're the most important. Now, just a bit of a bit of a fact. I was caught up in uh, in one of the casual contact venues, so I had the COVID test last Thursday, and uh, and of course got the uh, the negative result, which is good news. But it's important that you keep up to date with the casual contact uh, venue alerts because you don't necessarily get the text message uh, from New South Wales Health. There's a bit of conjecture over that. You definitely do, and you get a phone call. In fact, if you're a close contact, but. Um, what I would really recommend is keep up to date with the New South Wales Health website. We also post them um, on the weekender, but they can get a bit confusing. Um, you know, you could miss it or something like that. Um, you know, just if you haven't been on your phone for a day or something like that, um, you could miss a update. So always keep looking at the New South Wales Health website and you will see the very latest exposure sites um, across the area. But let's have a look at the close contact venues for you. Keeping in mind that with a a close contact venue, uh, you need to get tested and you need to isolate for 14 days regardless of the result uh, from the time of your exposure. So to go through them, uh, we had one in St. Mary's, uh, Monfarville Street Medical Centre, Thursday 5th of August from 9 to 5, Wednesday the 4th of August August from 9 to 5 and Tuesday the 3rd of August from 9 to 5. Uh, If you were there any of those days and times at the Monfarville Street Medical Centre, then you, uh, you need to get tested and isolate until you get that uh, that all clear after the 14 days. A few in Penrith, the Jans Family Medical Practice, 447 High Street, Penrith. Tied into that is the Terry White Pharmacy, same address, 447 High Street, Penrith. Now, for both of those, it's Tuesday the 3rd of August, 7.50 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Wednesday the 4th of August, uh, 7.50 a.m. to 6 p.m. The St. Mary's Medical Center on Phillips Street, Wednesday the 4th of August, 9.15 a.m. to 
10 a.m. So uh, that's another one for there. Now, South Penrith, the Priceline Pharmacy, that's located in the Southland Shopping Centre, Tuesday the 3rd of August, 8.45am to 5.15, and Monday the 2nd of August, 9.45 to 7.15pm. Back to St Mary's, the Easy Script Compounding Pharmacy on Queen Street, all day Monday the 2nd of August, all day Tuesday the 3rd of August for that one. The Dr. Legata General Practice on Queen Street in St. Mary's, Friday the 30th of July, 11.30 to 2.30, and Saturday the 31st of July, 10 a.m. until 12.30. In Penrith, the High Street Family Doctors, 243 High Street, Penrith, Tuesday the 27th of July, 2 p.m. until 3.10 p.m. Now, after that, we're heading um, back to some older ones. You'd remember that Officeworks one, 273 High Street, Penrith, Monday the 26th of July, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Those people would actually be coming out of um, isolation this week if you were there on that day. So they're the close contact venues. New South Wales uh, Health's website has all of the uh, latest locations, so it's important to, uh, to jump on there. Now, Now, um, I wanted to talk uh, about support services, both uh, business and and personal here. Now, let's start um, just with business. Uh, As we know, there's a couple of options for you. Um, If your income and your business is down by uh, 30% or more, your revenue down by 30% or more, then you are eligible for a couple of different programs. Um, There was the the original grant that was put in place uh, for the original few weeks of the lockdown. But uh, the ongoing one and the main one is this job saver concept, which means that if you ensure that you uh, don't reduce your head count, then the New South Wales government will essentially pay 40% of your payroll, up to $100,000 a week. So um, that's a very significant one, and it uh, hopefully uh, makes up for some of the revenue you've lost. Um, You can apply for that via the Service New South Wales website. Now, I wrote a piece on this last week. It has been a debacle. I think that uh, the state government won't admit that. They probably should, because I think we need some honesty during this process. I think we actually need people putting their hand up. But anyway, um, it has been a debacle. Um, I'm hearing that they look like they'll start really pumping out the approvals and money this week. Um, and, and look, it's, it's, it is a debacle because of the fact that this lockdown started <laughs> about six weeks ago. And for a lot of businesses, they haven't seen a cent during this time. And they've been closed. Some of them for six weeks. If you're a hairdresser, you've been closed for six weeks. That should not be how it works. But anyway, the state government is sorting that out and you will start to see money flow this week. If you're an individual and you've lost um, your job, your hours, uh, then there, of course, are support payments available there up to $750. Uh, So you can jump onto Services Australia for that. So businesses, Service New South Wales, and individuals, Services Australia. Now, importantly, during this time... um, It is a very difficult time for some. It's a difficult time for people who live alone. It's a difficult time for people who can't do their work or have lost their job. It's a difficult time for people who may be experiencing domestic violence situations, for people who are already struggling with their mental health. So I just want to go through a couple of services uh, for you. First of all, Lifeline. Now, Lifeline is really important during this time. I uh, saw the other day they took a record number of calls in one day, so it just goes to show you the impact of this lockdown. Uh, You can contact Lifeline for for your support if you're experiencing a personal crisis or have suicidal thoughts. Uh, They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 131114. 131114 is the number for Lifeline. 
Beyond Blue has set up a coronavirus mental health well-being support service. They're providing information, advice and strategies to help you manage your well-being and mental health. Their number is 1-800-512-348. 1-800-512-348. Now, this is an important one. The Translating and Interpreting Service, uh, this is for people who don't speak English and for agencies and businesses that need to communicate with their non-English speaking clients. Now, this is particularly important um, when it comes to the vaccine rollout, testing, uh, the need if you've been to an exposure site. So uh, the translation service is good, 131450. One three one four five zero. Now the Kids Helpline uh, provides a free private and confidential phone and online counselling service for young people aged five to twenty-five. The service is available twenty-four hours a day from anywhere in Australia. One eight hundred double five one eight hundred. One eight hundred double five one eight hundred. And the Suicide Callback Service, you call the Suicide Callback Service for immediate, professional, 24-7 telephone and online counselling for people who are affected by suicide, 1-300-659-467, 1-300-659-467. Now, uh, what also is uh, really important at this time is if there is an emergency to call triple zero, uh, police, of course, um, will respond not only to um, to your general emergencies, of course, but in those domestic violence situations, in um, in circumstances where you need immediate help, just call triple zero and um, and follow the advice there of New South Wales Police. Now let's move on and talk testing and vaccines. And let's talk testing first of all. You might be someone who has never had to get a COVID test before. Um, that was me up until last week. Um, as it happened, I just um, I haven't sort of had any symptoms or, or had the need to get a test um, until I hit an exposure site uh, last uh, last week. So um, off I went to get my first uh, test. All was good. Uh, for those of you who haven't had the test before and you might feel a bit scary, uh, scared, it's it's look, it's not as bad as um, as you think. Um, pretty, um, it's pretty uh, painless actually. Uh, you worry about it more than the actual uh, test. But anyway, let's get through the uh, local COVID-19 testing clinics for you. Uh, the big one, the main one in Penrith is at the Regatta Centre. Of course, it's a drive-through clinic at the Sydney International Regatta Centre on Old Castleway Road. It's open 9am to 4pm, seven days a week. Uh, there is the Aboriginal Child and Family Centre in Cranebrook. It's also a drive-through clinic at 1 to 2 Kington Place, Cranebrook. It's open 9am to 6pm Monday to Friday. There's the Kingswood Clinical Labs Pathology. It's also a drive-through clinic. It's on Brinjelly Road in Kingswood. Open 8am to 5pm, seven days a week. There's the uh, Lavity Pathology Drive-Through Clinic on Doonmore Street, 3 Doonmore Street, Penrith. It's open 8am to 8pm, seven days a week. There's also a drive-through clinic currently operating at Penway Place. Now, this is on the corner of Union Road um, and Mulgoa Road in Penrith. It's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, there's also the St. Mary's Leagues Club Car Park. That's a drive-through clinic as well, 213 Forester Road, St. Mary's. It is open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week. Um, you can also get tested at the Penrith uh, Respiratory Clinic on uh, Wolseley Street, Jamison Town, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., Monday to Friday. And the Pian Hospital, um, it has a service as well. Now, this is the one you'd go to if you um, you probably don't have a car because it's a, it's a walk-up clinic. It's at uh, level one of the West Block entrance on Derby Street, Kingswood, 9am to 12pm and then 1pm to 4pm, seven days a week in a P and Hospital testing clinic. 
Now, as far as the vaccination rates are concerned, uh, now this is uh, this is obviously pretty important. I think, as we all know by now, vaccination is our way out of this. Um, and look, as I've said all the way along, uh, your best bet is to talk to your GP and to trust the science and trust the medical profession above your Facebook mate who sends you a weird link. Um, if you've still got some vaccine hesitancy, speak to your GP. The GP is the person you've gone to with every other medical thing in your life and suddenly you're going to trust uh, trust someone else. So go to your GP, have a chat about the vaccine, um, see what you're eligible for. Uh, of course, anyone, um, any adult in Australia is now eligible for AstraZeneca. Um, and I kind of even hate saying the word AstraZeneca and Pfizer because I think that we've Come, become too obsessed with the the companies and the brands associated with these vaccines but anyway it is it is what it is um look astrazeneca is available for uh, anyone over 18 uh speak to your gp the, the medical advice changed on astrazeneca there's no doubt about that for anyone um you know under under different ages at different points 60 and 50 and whatever it kept changing uh, but now they're saying you know at the end of the day you're at greater risk of getting covid and getting sick from covid than you are from any risk that the astrazeneca vaccine may present uh, and of course we've got the pfizer vaccine as well it is only available to those over 40 at the moment uh, but look um, you can jump online, just Google vaccine eligibility checker and you'll be taken to the uh, federal eligibility checker website. You put in all your info and you'll be able to, uh, to book a vaccine, find out if you're eligible and then figure it out from there. What I've been told, uh, I've been speaking to some, some people in government over the weekend, is it's, uh, what's really important is to talk to your GP and your pharmacy and see if they're doing the, um, the tests, uh, sorry, the vaccines, because um, those state-run clinics through New South Wales Health, the big one at Homebush, and there's a few others around, they aren't necessarily getting you know, the, you know, the bulk of the vaccines. It's going through the GP and the pharmacy network. So um, if you're a bit you know, looking at the website, you're trying to book in and you're saying, geez, I, I can't find a, an appointment anywhere. Uh, give your GP a call and just say, well, what do you recommend I do? Or are you doing the vaccine? And give a couple of pharmacies a call and see what they're doing as well. So um, there are uh, lots of places also that you can check for vaccine appointments. You can go to HotDoc, um, just Google HotDoc and you can check that out. But uh, look, there, there is a, a whole bunch of different places around where you can get the other uh, vaccine and get yourself booked in. And as I say, have a chat to your doctor about AstraZeneca because um, even though there's been some concerns about that in the past, they're certainly saying that the risks from AstraZeneca are far less than the risks from COVID. And as we know, uh, the COVID Delta variant is absolutely ripping through young people as well. It's not just um, a, a disease that grandma's getting anymore. This is, um, this is pretty serious in terms of the younger generations as well. Now, I want to just talk, um, before we uh, jump onto a few other things, about the Western Weekender as well. Um, here at the Weekender, we are continuing to print, continuing to march on through this period. Now, um, important to note that our office in Jamison Town is closed. Um, most of our team are working from home. In fact, all of our team uh, are working from home. Um, there's just a, a couple of bits and pieces that get done in the office, but certainly it is closed to the public. So we do look forward to welcoming you back uh, into the public um, arena of the office one day for our prize pickups and story suggestions and meeting with clients and all that sort of stuff and paper collection. But at the moment, it is closed. 
closed, but we are still operating. We are still printing. The print edition getting out there every single week. And if for some reason you don't get it, jump on to westernweekender.com.au slash get a paper. And you can see all the different ways there that you can get a paper, including getting the digital deletion, uh, digital edition delivered each and every thursday morning if you are on that digital list you see the weekender before anyone else it hits um it hits the uh, the inboxes before it hits the streets so to speak and of course you've got our website westernweekender.com.au that is where a lot of our up-to-date covid19 information is going and don't forget as well to jump onto our social media pages uh western weekender at facebook western weekender on instagram and ww penrith on twitter uh, we march on and we appreciate the support of you, uh, but also the business community during all of this. Um, obviously, we are a free news service. Um, we do it free online. We do it free in print, uh, but we rely on the support of our advertisers. So we appreciate all of the ongoing support from our advertisers, and we certainly hope that continues. And if you do want to book an ad, um, if you run a business, then make sure you get in touch with us on four seven triple two double nine eight, or you can email sales at westernweekender.com.au. And if you have any news stories that you want to pitch during this period if you've seen something good in the community something bad you want to share your experience about the vaccine the test whatever it might be uh, you can hit up news at westernweekender.com.au or of course you can call that number four seven triple two double nine eight now a couple of other things i also wanted to mention hsc students geez uh, hasn't the HSC been uh, a big talking point in the last couple of weeks in relation to COVID-19? Uh, look, I'm sure you're across it if you're a parent. There is a plan um, to get these uh, students to be able to do some face-to-face learning for the HSC trials and then the exams. Um, how that is now impacted with the suburbs that have uh, been joined in by the Penrith LGA, I think each individual school will inform you of that one. Uh, but it is a bit of a, a nightmare for HSC students this year, but the government working on it, and uh, please speak to your school school, uh, they'll have all the latest information and the best information there. Another story I wanted to mention, this is a story we ran last week, and I think it's um, it, it's a pretty important one, particularly given we're going to probably see more and more tests required in Penrith for workers. Uh, MediHealth Pathology in Penrith um, is making COVID-19 testing easier for essential workers. Uh, now, they are an independent practice in High Street. They'll come to workplaces to test staff. Uh, They do home testing as well, but they're focusing on uh, businesses that have to work through this climate. Uh, So, yes, you've got a lot of places that New South Wales Health and other private labs have got set up, but if you've got 20 or 30 employees that have to work at the office um, or have to work at the factory or whatever it might be, uh, then this is a great concept. Instead of sending 20 or 30 of them out to the various testing sites and waiting for a result, uh, you can get uh, these guys to come out from MediHealth Pathology and they'll sort it out um, and you normally get your result within 24 hours, I'm told. So the number there, 0449, so 0449. 987161 uh, so 0449 987161 or you can email Elise that's E-L-Y-S-E at com. but I thought that was a pretty good story uh, particularly for local businesses that are, that are currently running as well um so yes, look, that is the story at the moment. This is where we are at in the Penrith local government area. We are um, an area of concern for uh, for 12 suburbs, but really with the number of venue alerts you're seeing, the entire Penrith LGA at the moment is on high alert. 
Uh, we all need to get out there and uh, keep an eye on these exposure sites that we need to stay safe. We need to wear those masks. We need to uh, do the hand sanitizer, the social distancing, stay at home, follow those health directions. Um, I think the vast majority of people in Penrith are doing that. It's uh, it's very quiet out there at the moment, but um, just really important we keep doing it and uh, really important if you're in one of those suburbs that you follow the tighter rules as well. We'll keep you updated, of course, westernweekender.com.au and our print edition out this Friday. Thanks for your company on Weekender Wireless. We'll see you next time.